Martin can still make it into Israel. We ha- we're all fine. You guys can come. To- I mean, her reporting is amazing, but I'm like, when are they going to shut this town? She's literally the loudest critic of what's going on over there. And they've they've not allowed people in just because they had something that they thought maybe might be related to the war on terror, and they were banned from Israel for life. I don't know how Abby gets in and out of there still. Yeah, we have a planned episode coming up probably in the new year with about a uh, Zionism and the Jewish elite, and we're going to do it with Ari Shafir. So that way, we're talking about a super serious thing with a super kooky lunatic. He most likely will be uh, naked and showing everybody his butthole. So that's where we're at. That's the best way to deal with super secret, super sensitive stuff is just have somebody who is of that group show their butthole on the show, and then everybody <laughs> forgives and forgets. So we did when we did our first tinfoil hat comedy show. Uh, I was approached by people who worked for, who used to work for Disney, and they were animators, they told me, and they wanted to do something for me to do a voiceover, and they wanted to give me their email, and their email was ilovepizza.com, which I'm like, how much of a conspiracy theorist when you're openly using the word pizza? I mean, like, that's a super buzzword in our world, right? I love pizza, and I mean... It's crazy. That's why I think they were somebody else and then what they were saying. I've been trying to talk Sam into putting on a suit and we go walk right down on Wilshire Boulevard to the Federal Bureau of Investigations building down here in West L.A. and just see if we can talk to someone and just let them nice. know. Nice. Like a, like a real suit? Like a yeah. suit and tie? Like? Yeah. <laughs> That's what? a good idea. Dress like a spook and go in? Yeah. Just, no, just walk in and tell them like, hey, we we do a conspiracy podcast. What's uh, Anyone want to talk to us about, you know? The FBI. Yeah, go Just for walk it. in with your mic and be like, who runs this motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, that's why not. Why not? And after that, go why don't we go? After that, we'll go and we'll punch a wasp's nest and enjoy getting fucking stung a thousand times. Yeah, why not? Let's just go. fuck with everybody. Well, no, no. He's like the wizard behind the curtain. Yeah, Aaron is, you know, he keeps us. Uh, you know, if Aaron wasn't here, we'd just be talking about bisexual lizard people on a flat disc in space. You know, that's all we'd be talking about. What are you talking about? Look at the, like, the, like the, I don't know, the, the East Indians in the community or the Chinese or the Italians or whoever. Like, they've all got their own culture. Like, does it have to be one, you know, mishmash in 200 years? Well, when I hear the word culture, all I can think of is Terrence McKenna. Culture is not your friend. You know what I mean? It's the whole concept that these traditions are designed to just rule us. And we need to break everything. We need to throw everything away. Throw away political systems. Throw away as human fuck groups, man. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, but then then you're throwing away fucking shamanism. Mm-hmm. You're throwing away. You're throwing a, a lot. You're throwing a lot of baby out with that bathwater. No, right. Shamanism is be like pre-society. Once we built up walls back like back in the day when we were tribalistic and in small numbers, which it only works really like at 130 or something like that. Everybody fucked everybody, and everybody treated their kids like they were they they were your kids. Nobody fucked you wouldn't fuck your own kid unless you were fucked up, you know. 
So guys would take care of all the kids. We'd live in harmony. This is that uh, in between the two ice ages when we were in that goddess era when the earth was nice and warm and there was just the right amount of temperature and we weren't in war for each other because the supplies were going down. But we built up walls. We began to do agriculture. We had more food than we needed. So then we built up walls and silos. Then we built up houses. And now we built up walls in our minds that we need to break down. And that's where the idea of spirituality and psychedelics and just break, dissolving the walls between yourself, between your neighbors, and just being open and honest and like willing to be free. Like if we got to be free, that means everything that came before this, just we just burn it. We need, we I need mean, to, that's like the. I think you can still have cultures though. I mean, I think that's a lot to give up. I mean, that means. I mean, in my in point, my interpretation point, of it, right? all of a sudden you're giving up like music sound, you know, all the different styles of music from around the world, or all the different no. writing styles. Or, no, I, I like. I mean, no. what about even languages? Or, or, it, it, even languages it? are, in a way, part of cultures. Well, I got in a big fight on Facebook today. Uh, uh, not today, like a couple, uh, like last week. I got in a fight over. I I said that I don't think anyone should say the N word. Uh, I go, I don't know why black people want to say it so much. It's an ugly word. Why do you want to say it? It's drenched in. It's like it's like white people, Southerners, saying that the uh, Confederate flag is cultural. That's what black people are saying about the N-word. And people went nuts. People went nuts. Black people went nuts on me. And they, they, they don't really have a real reason other than they want to. And that stuff is just used to divide us. It's just used to divide us. I go, and they always want to have every, you know, the whole thing is cultural appropriation is this stupid ass buzzword that people use. And they're like, hey, dude, it's a melting pot. We're supposed to melt together. We're supposed to all be able to take the best of all of our cultures to make it into one yeah, fucking exactly. culture. I agree 100%. You should, I, cultural appropriation should be more of a, a compliment. Should be looked upon as more of a compliment and like, it is, and it's like because you don't want. I people... mean, it's different if you're if you're doing it in jest or in satire. That's different. But if you're doing it, you know, because you want to wear fucking moccasins, I have no problem with white people wearing moccasins. You know, that's fucking that's part of the fucking Indian culture that's made it out into the world that is 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 kind of mainstream. Or you know, there's different parts, and I I don't have a problem with that. And I some think people that's do. Good. Well, yeah, actually, you know what's funny is fucking. My wife had an incident with the native in fucking Bragg Creek because my daughters are wearing moccasins. That's wow. fucking and crazy. My daughter, and my daughters are fucking a quarter native, or quarter, or well, a little more than a quarter native. Yeah, are like two percent native, right? So I mean, isn't that crazy? That. So there's the judgment, over, right? I'm over half. Well, what it is, dude. Here's the situation: it's like any any golden rule is golden until stupid people get a hold of it, and then they fucking ruin everything. You know. They ruin fucking everything. So what happens is with political correctness, and I talked about this on this last podcast, was that, uh, you know, political correctness is uh, the civil rights retarded, meth-addicted, crackhead cousin, okay? Because you took something that was very pure, and now you've completely ruined it. And the problem is that when you hear somebody complaining about political correctness, we're assuming a couple things. One, they're coming from a, a place of honesty, 
and there's integrity and they're doing it because they love, which isn't always true. Some of them are just doing it for attention and to be able to get more publicity, to sell more books, to get a blue check by their name and all this other shit. And the other thing that we're doing is we assume that everybody complaining has a doctrine in human behavior. Meaning that they know exactly, they've studied it over years, they've got it certified, that they know how human beings interact. And that is not fucking true. You have people just po popping off at the mouth, just fucking bitching and moaning. They think, and I hear... Yeah, there's the metaphysical part of it, for sure. It's like the law of attraction. The more you feel oppressed, the more you're going to be oppressed. Yeah. You make it up in your head. The more you think everybody's out to get you, the more the boogeyman's out to get you. If you just realize nobody cares... And it's, sometimes it's just out of your hands. And sometimes your best that day wasn't good enough. That doesn't mean you're not good enough. It's just, you know, it's just my opinion. When, I you, just... when you turn on the TV or you turn on your feed, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, those things are designed to emotionally make you feel fearful or angry that you're missing out in life or that you haven't succeeded enough as this person. And fear and anger is a coal that only burns you as long as you hold it. So you have to let go. And that's where it begins. You realize there is no us and there is no them. It's only we. And it's mainly poor against rich. It is. Nobody wants real life. This poor is the French rich. Revolution that's happening right now across the world. Like most Americans, you guys, we're all fucking poor. Even if you're a millionaire, you're fucking poor. It's trillion, trillionaires versus billionaires. And we're. No, it's trillions, trillionaires <laughs> getting billionaires. To fucking convince everybody else that the fucking, the middle class, that the fucking poor are the problem. Yeah. And like, we're, we're all fucking poor. I'm Biden, poor, Sam's poor, you guys are poor. Aaron's not poor. He comes from a royalty of stuffed crust pizza. So yes. He's got. Dude, if I had a time machine, what would you do? A lot of people say Hitler. i go back and kill that original Rothschild. That guy who fucking came up with the idea to tell everybody in England that the British lost. That's where it all goes to shit. Go in and grab the baby and just smash just it. Against choke the that rock. baby, just, just, fucking out. Just slip mushrooms in a, in his coffee or something like that. That's the best. You way know to what, do. dude? Just go just... back like a couple hundred years and just fucking. Hey, dude. Douse the whole place just with psilocybin. That psilocybin, yeah, yeah. yeah. You dude, get, you just ever get everyone drinking fucking booze and shooting each other. Just get convincing that psilocybin tea is better. Yeah. I think the world. I'm gonna go back, find a Rothschild, and I'm gonna make him do shrooms for a year <laughs> straight. Poof. Years straight, dog. Just lying around in fields eating mushrooms. So, so what's your? I want to talk to you guys about your term there, spiritual skepticism, because I really like that. You know, you also talk about obviously conspiracy, but the the connotations that that has. So, tell me about how you came up with the spiritual skepticism and I, what that means. Ryan came up with that. Did that I, I don't think I did. I think it. Well, you're the first one I heard say that. Hmm. And I uh, hear Sam say it all the time, but <laughs> I like I it. I think you were the first one to say it, though. But I, and then I just uh, culturally appropriated it. Immediately, like, oh, you're a, you're a tinfoil hat wearing. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's the name of the podcast, yeah. actually. So we we're the to... NWA of cons <laughs> of podcasting. I want people to open their uh, minds, but more importantly, I want you to open your heart. Like as cheesy as that shit sounds, the biggest the biggest distance of disconnection in this entire universe is between those two points: is your heart and your mind. Because really, at the end of the day, you know what the fuck is right. You know what the fuck I is agree. wrong. I agree. I it's, agree. It's not about anything else, but just do right on your side, and try not to try not to kill someone when you're in traffic. You know. Exactly. The the people I've met doing this, like you guys and people in our, in our chat room and listeners and guests, they're the most grounded people, man. They're the most real, real grounded, honest people, and it's a pleasure to to be a part of this whole thing. It really is.
Well, our tribe loves your tribe, and uh, I, w- I want to do this more. We had talked about doing some stuff up there with you guys. We're totally down with going up there and doing a show. You know, I've talked to uh, Eddie Bravo, Greg Carlwood. They're totally interested. Unfortunately, the Lion's been too shady in his life. And yeah, I'm a felon. Ha- I can't go to Canada. They won't either. let you in, but. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. Can we fucking sneak him in or something? Hey everybody, if you want to hear more stuff like this, go to the Patreon page, patreon.com slash tinfoilhat and become a member to help us grow the show and we really appreciate all the love.